You're listening to The Room Block Podcast, a series of conversations with compelling professionals from the world of events and hospitality. I'm your host, Jen Salerno. I've spent the last 20 years in different facets of the industry, working alongside a variety of people that have one common goal, to serve our customers by creating memorable experiences. Now, I want to share with you the passions, inspirations, and challenges of the individuals who make it happen. In each episode, we'll hear insight and perspective from two guests that fill some of the many roles within this incredible industry. Welcome to The Room Block and enjoy your stay. Hello, Room Block podcast listeners. I hope everyone has enjoyed the holiday season. Thank you so much for joining me for my final episode of 2020. And if you're listening to this, congratulations, because it means you made it through this year. So hooray. You know, I started off 2020 with a mantra, and it was 2020 in 2020, as in, you know, clear vision moving forward. And, you know, as the months went by, I kind of lost sight, uh, no pun intended, of that mantra. But now that we are nine months, 12 podcast episodes, and 23 incredible guests later, I am bringing it back, 2020 and 2020. So the reason is the lessons this year from the pandemic, from the podcast, but most importantly, from all of my incredible guests, what everything has taught me is worth sharing. So in today's episode, I would like to recap the top 10 lessons that I learned from the RoomBlock podcast guests. So let's go ahead and start with number 10, which is you can do hard things. In my most recent episode, which was called Exploring the DES Certification with Amanda Dusky and Carrie Messenger, they take us through their stories of being association meeting planners, finding themselves in a completely new and unprecedented situation of planning virtual meetings. And what they did is they had to reskill or learn new skills going from knowing virtually nothing or very little about AV and what it takes to put on a virtual meeting to becoming certified in the topic and then proceeding with putting on many successful virtual meetings throughout 2020. They both comment in the episode that they were nervous and scared and it was a daunting thing to have to go through, but they did it. They did it and they made it through and now they're both better on the other side. So that is a lesson, a very easy lesson that we can take and remember as we move into the next year. Number nine is adversity builds character, teams, and lasting relationships. In the episode Pursuing Harmony with Suzanne Steigers and Richard Albrecht, they discuss the changes that they have encountered throughout their various careers and different companies that they've worked for. There's good and bad, there's highs and lows, and all of those things that we go through with our coworkers and family members or whoever it may be, that's what forms the lasting bonds that make our relationships so important. So here in Suzanne Steiger's own words, she talks about this concept. 
we we were going to battle in that office and we went to battle together and it's just it's created these bonds with us that um i think that's what you saw when we merged uh it really was like a family and and we supported each other and uh, we still do today all right this brings us to number eight which is strong partnerships where give and take is a regular practice are the foundations of success for both individuals and companies. In the episode, Give and Receive to Succeed with Pam Nutting and Rick Nelson, they take us through examples throughout their careers of times that they have partnered with either their colleagues, coworkers, vendors, their companies, even with each other. And they explain how important it is to both give a lot to the companies or vendors or whoever it may be that they're working with, but also to know when to take support back and to receive that. And that cycle of giving and taking really is what helps you grow as individuals. And then as individuals, you can therefore grow your companies and improve there. So it really is just a cycle that perpetuates success for everybody. All right, on to number seven, which is the importance of community. And this is evident for all of us this year as we were without a community in so many ways, or at least without a physical community, as we were told to stay apart from each other and not to gather in groups, which was just so against the nature of human beings. But The people that were part of some type of community, I feel, are the ones that were able to thrive and grow. And this is evidenced in the episode, The Value of Community, with Colleen Brzezowski and Rachel Riggs. In this episode, Colleen and Rachel take us through what it was like to be presidents of their industry organizations during a pandemic year. You know, they didn't have a playbook. They just went ahead and, you know, these were volunteer roles. So they continued to give back to this community during a time when it was such a challenge. But I think it was the challenge of this particular year that made their experience as presidents even more special and rewarding for them because they really saw what could happen when a lot of people work together and try to make something good out of a tough situation. So you don't have to volunteer to be the president, you know, just by giving back to some type of community to be an active participant in some type of community is a way that you can find this benefit as well. So it was really evidenced in this episode. All right, on to number six, and that would be how compassion, empathy, and patience are so key to the relationships with yourself and others. So there are a couple different episodes where I feel that this topic really came to light. And that would be, first of all, building a healthier event with Desi Whitney and John Ayo. And in this episode, we were talking about how to plan your healthiest event as we move into the next stage of our recovery. And we talked about the importance of taking care of yourself physically, but also mentally. And that actually really came to be a a big theme of this episode. And it really came down to having compassion and empathy, not only for yourself, but also for others. And 
it was demonstrated really well as Desi was talking about how when you travel, you have to consider that other people might not be in the same position as you're in, either from a health standpoint or mental standpoint. And it was just really key to have that understanding. And there's another episode where the concepts of compassion and empathy really come into play, and that was paying it forward with Joanne Chimura and Ephraim Yarmack. Now, you might remember that these two individuals were both, I mean, the compassion that they display for fellow humans was just palpable. Uh, Ephraim Yarmack started a company called 1000 Hires, where his goal was to get a thousand people who were laid off during the pandemic hired, despite being laid off himself. Um, and then Joanne Chimura is somebody who you know was also in a similar position, but yet there she was day in and day out on LinkedIn, keeping everybody else's spirits up and posting jobs for everybody else. I mean, it was almost like she made that a full-time job. And I mean, just the, the display of care for everybody else was just so evident in these two people. And here, I have a clip from Joanne Chimura where you can really tell the kind of wonderful, caring, compassionate person that she is. No matter what happened, there was always someone that had my back, whether it was, a, you know, an industry colleague, a friend, that's what continues to keep the light on for me. And I hope that I can do that for people. And I really and truly mean this from my heart and soul. If someone needs to talk and they're feeling a struggle, they should reach out because everyone is so important and your light should not be extinguished for any reason. There is always an answer. There is always a solution. So that that's my most important message to anyone that might be listening. Okay, on to number five. And this is a really obvious one, but I feel like sometimes we forget the power of positive thinking. So the two guests from the episode called Generous Leadership, uh, it was Rose Horker and Dan Traver. And man, you know, I remember I wanted those two to be on the show early on. Uh, I think they were in my second episode. And it's because I always felt that they were both such positive people. And at the time, I knew that everybody just really needed a dose of some positive thinking. And they did not disappoint. Rose and Dan get on the show and they just displayed how it's so important to just keep yourself up, to try to stay happy, to try to look for the good news, to try to treat people in a kind way. Truly just leaders as far as how to take care of each other during these tough times, but you know, in the good times as well. And it was actually one of my most listened to episodes, and I, I can see why, because I mean, who does not want to hear from people that just radiate such joy and pleasantness? It's important to seek these things and to try to stay positive, you know, because you're going to find what you go out and look for. So if you try to look for positive things, you're going to find positive things. Number four. This one is how the why is key to understanding when and how it is necessary to take action. You know, while it's always been there, 
racial injustice really took center stage this year with so much that we saw in the news with the murder of George Floyd and then the protests and demonstrations that followed. But it's not only these items that we see in the news that speak to the inequality that exists in our society. I mean, this is experienced day to day by people of color in their personal lives and professional lives. So in the episode, Positive Change Through Diverse Leadership, we had a discussion about it. And in this episode, I was so pleased to welcome three guests, uh, which was a change. So I had Shamika Jennings, Gus Martinez, and Anthony Molino on to talk about the different things that they have done to help make change in this area of diversity, equity, and inclusion. So here, Shamika Jennings is going to tell us in her own words why this conversation must continue beyond 2020. It speaks to her why. I feel like if I don't put myself out there, people will find a reason to not highlight people of color. And I'm a Black woman, so people will will purposefully be like, well, Black women don't exist because they don't see me. So therefore, I have to go the extra mile of putting myself out there. Number three sounds kind of funny, but hear me out. You, you think you'll understand where I'm, what I'm getting at when I'm done talking about it. But that would be how disagreement can be healthy and lead to the best of possible outcomes. Now, I don't know that I've ever witnessed so much disagreement as I have in 2020. I mean, talk about a divided country, divided situations, It's hard to imagine that so much disagreement can be positive. Well, it can be as long as both sides are willing to hear each other and to talk and work together. And this idea was really evidenced in the episode Profitable Partnership, Hotel Sales and Revenue Management with Jeff Borman and Steve Pierce. So in this episode, we're talking about the two departments of revenue management and sales and how they tend to disagree about, you know, the best course that a hotel should take with booking business or pricing models. And you've got the sales team who's trying to do what's best for the customer. You've got the revenue team who's trying to get the best rate. When you have the disagreement by these two sides, in the end, you kind of work together, work together, work together to find the outcome that's actually going to push everybody and the entire company and everything forward. So I thought that that was such a cool point to see. And I would love to see that happen in our country as well, because it's possible if people just figure out how to have conversations and work together. The other thing that we learned from this episode is that revenue management can be poetic when Jeff Borman talks about it. So if you have some preconceived notions about revenue management, give this episode a listen. I promise you, you'll walk away thinking differently. Number two is a theme that resonated across so many of my shows, but it was best demonstrated in one particular episode, but that would be Figure out what you are passionate about and share it with the world. Carrie Kelly and Dahlia Elgazar describe how they built their careers out of figuring out their passions and doing them in the episode Designing Your Direction. So in 2020, I feel like a lot of people have discovered or rediscovered what is truly important to them, what they are passionate about. I mean, I know that I did. And as it turns out, it seems to be the key to 
you know, not only happiness, but future success. So here is some guidance from the Dalia Lama herself on the importance of tapping into your superpowers. I want people to be loud and not humble about what the hell they do or how they can do it. They should be able to scream it out loud what they are good at. They should be able to name their own superpowers. And if they can't, then they should go and ask like five, 10 people, what do you think my superpower is? But they should not be humble anymore. All right, last but not least, that brings us to number one. And that is feedback is a gift that keeps on giving. So to go all the way back to my first episode, which is a manager's mindset with Kevin Boland and Erika Wayno, we hear their stories about their journeys to becoming hotel general managers. It is clear that they became leaders by receiving feedback from their leaders and others around them. And now that they're leaders, they continue to provide key feedback. Now, this is not important just in a professional role, but when you think about it, it can also really benefit your personal life and your personal relationships. I mean, how much better could your relationships be if only you once in a while stop to talk about what you really want from each other or what you really need from each other? I think that might be something that a lot of people forget to do. So here, Kevin Boland tells us about why feedback is so key to everyone's success. You're here to do, as part of the leadership is to give back and uh, or, and part of that is surrounding yourself with great people. And if someone's, if someone's not performing, it's your job to help find out why not and help them um, because then they become better people, which makes, makes, makes you a better person too. And of course, we hear another outstanding example of this concept when Rick Reno shares his story about when his leader told him, Rick, you have the sizzle, but you lack steak. If you have not heard this story, go back to episode one and check it out. And you will now understand how Rick Reno became the man that he is today. And on that note, I want to make sure that everybody listening understands how important your feedback is for me. I want to keep putting out episodes that you want to listen to. So please do not hesitate to reach out to me with show ideas or guest ideas because you're the reason I'm doing this. I'm doing this for my listeners. So I want to make sure that I'm giving you what you want to hear and so please remember that feedback truly is the gift that keeps on giving because it will help me to better serve you. And there you have it. There is the Room Block Podcast in review, the top 10 learnings and takeaways from my guest. And I cannot wait to see what 2021 brings. Thank you so much to all of my guests, all of my listeners, it has meant so much to me to have you along with me on this journey. And I'm very excited to move into the new year and to keep putting out episodes and to keep welcoming outstanding guests on the show and to keep learning. Well, that is a wrap on 2020. And I want to hear from you. 
please send feedback, show ideas, comments, questions, and of course, interest in participating to me at roomblockpodcast at gmail.com or send me a message on LinkedIn, Facebook, or Instagram. Thank you so much for joining me today. And please remember to subscribe to The Room Block so you can continue to join in the conversation. Thank you.